All right, we are live. Welcome to another episode of Roasting Marshmallows. My name is Will Sue, and I'm your host, and I am back from my summer holidays. Uh, you know, the old saying, hindsight is twenty twenty" is uh, usually used when someone should have known better. Uh, it is a pretty negative or even condescending tone to it, but for agile software development, it can be a valuable way to apply some hindsight when uh, preparing for the next iteration of your product. Uh, when using Scrum, this is usually done with retrospectives, and that's going to be the topic of today. Uh, as described in the Scrum Guide, the purpose of the sprint retrospective is to plan ways to increase quality and effectiveness. The team inspects how the last sprint went with regards to individuals, interactions, processes, tools, and their definition of done. Inspected elements often vary with the domain of work. Assumptions that led them astray or identified and their origins uh, are explored. They are identified, I'm sorry. The Scrum team discusses what went well during the sprint, what problems it encountered, and how those problems were or were not solved. And all of this is, of course, in an effort to, you know, improve over time and to get better. Uh, today, we are going to have a discussion about our personal experience with retrospectives. What do we think about them? How do we facilitate them? And, you know, do we think that you actually need them? So, uh, yeah, it's very nice to be back in the studio here with uh, my uh, co-workers as usual. I don't know. How are you doing, man? Yeah, pretty good. You're also back from holiday. Also back from holiday. So uh, first podcast after the holiday. So maybe I need to get a bit used to it, but uh, yeah. I think I'll do fine. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. And of course, we got Sylvester as well in the house. Hi, Ben. How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. I've been doing the yeah. podcast every week, right? As you can see online. So uh, no holidays for me. Yeah, and, man. Uh, yeah, looking forward to this one. All right. Yep. Nice. And we, of course, we got Panche Gastiovsky in the, in the house as well. Welcome, Panche. Hey, thank you, uh, Rolf. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Um, I still haven't had my vacation, so looking forward to that in a couple of weeks. But it's nice yeah. that uh, at least, uh, well, you guys are back. So uh, it's been, uh, yeah. uh, it's been good having you back. All right. Too lonely, yeah? I got it. Yeah. yeah. I was. <laughs> All right. So, what do you guys think of the retrospective? Well, maybe, maybe first we should do a round um, about the last retrospective that we actually did. And I'll I'll, I'll start uh, because I'm probably cheating here. Uh, but I have I had a retrospective last Tuesday, so that was pretty recent. I don't know. I don't know when was your last retrospective? The one I hosted or the one I was uh, attending? Because the one I was attending that's uh, months ago, I think. Yeah, I don't even hosting? recall hosting. I think ah, well, also a month ago, at least before my uh, holidays. All right, and Pancho, what about you? I imagine it's a bit longer. For you. Uh, well, that depends how you define a retrospective. Um, the last time I did a retrospective at a client that was well, less than a month ago. Um, so we're okay. doing, and we did it basically every week. We did a retro on what had happened the previous mm -hmm. week with the uh, with the whole team and how they're progressing uh, as part of the coaching sessions. Yeah, um, that was actually pretty nice. Um, and then I was thinking about all this question. Uh, in the meantime, I also did. I'm also trying actually to do my own retrospectives. So I've been trying to yep. do like a day daily journal and retrospect on the day like the things that were good in the day and the things that could have been better. So I haven't been actually... Oh, personal retrospective. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. so I'm not... I, I haven't been always actually diligent, but I tend to try to do it a couple of times a, a week and uh, write up and uh, it's quite nice. Yeah. Okay. 
And uh, that leaves me with Sylvester. When was your last retrospective that you uh, either attended or facilitated? Oh, well, we used to do retrospectives with four scouts. Uh, used to. Yep. Um, and we weren't doing Scrum, of course, but at least uh, I think every week or every two weeks, we did kind of like a retrospective where we said, well, this went okay, this didn't went okay, and let's improve. Uh, yep. And we stopped doing that, but I think then I'm also uh, leading the witness. Well, we can definitely uh, start doing that again. And, uh, you know, the um, what, what, what are your like initial thoughts? Like if you were to describe like your thoughts on, on, on retro, like in two or three sentences, like, do you, what, what do you guys, what comes to mind first? I think it's vital to look back and see what can we do better or improve on. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if a retrospective is the only way to make that happen. Okay. Um, but it does force you on a fixed moment to think back and maybe take the time to think back and well, observe maybe. So you yeah. need a fixed moment for that. Not really what I said, I, but I could imagine that having a fixed time where you actually as a team <clears> look back and say, oh, maybe we should do this differently. That might help. Because uh, I can taste uh, from your remark there, Arno, that, uh, that you feel that a retrospective should be an ongoing thing. Well, yes. Yes, I do think it should be an ongoing thing because, well, in years back, I did a lot of retrospectives. And to me, it always felt a bit like uh, a must-do meeting with not that much outcome or meetings where it actually exploded for people because they hold their grudges for two weeks and then boom, wait to the retro and then explode. Yeah. Not much outcome. That sounds like what you said. sounds like a lot of outcome. Well, <clears throat> it depends, right? Sometimes it was, well, an explosion is not really a constructive retrospective to my uh, opinion. And sometimes people just don't want to talk or don't want to discuss anything at all and then there's no outcome so how would it be that's definitely something that 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 um that i wanted to also come across here that uh, a lot of retros that i see at least is that a lot of people just you know they are there and they go through the motions and they don't really uh speak up because either indeed what arno said is true that okay the action points being put on paper are not really followed up so that uh yeah no changes is actually happening or that they don't want to offend anyone or, you know, they are fine with the, the status quo as it is. So, you know, they're just physically there, but not really interested in change. But is that, is that a problem of the retrospective or is that a problem of the facilitator? Or it's, it's a, a, or it's a broader team. problem. Could you, could you elaborate on that, Panche? Well, I think we've, we've went like, uh, Arnold talked about an ongoing ongoing retrospective that you don't really have to set it in time. And we talked about a fixed retrospective that actually doesn't work. And I think those are like kind of two extremes. But for, for any of these to be successful, either it's a fixed time or an ongoing thing, like people need to feel comfortable with going through the motions. And first, people need to be feel comfortable that whatever they say is not going to be used against them. And that they, they can actually feel free to to speak up and uh, without actual repercussions for them. So if that does not exist, if the, I mean, I'm going to use a buzzword as psychological safety here, then also an ongoing retrospective is not going to happen. And like the, the, the fixed retrospectives are also going to be a waste of time. So 
Now, how would you break that? Because I, I cannot really imagine if, if it's not a safe space to speak up that people during a retrospective will say like, well, I feel that this environment is not safe for me to, uh, to speak up. So, you know, how do you like, do you need to have individual retrospectives first or something? Uh, that, well, what do you need to do? It's like the million dollar questions. It's first, there needs to be a will from maybe leadership or whoever is, let's say, has a higher status in that in that group in the team, then to take a step, and then well, they start by actually talking about themselves about things that they've done wrong, and 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 show everybody that oh, it's safe to actually be open mm -hmm. and talk about the things that uh, uh, you've done wrong, and there is uh, yeah, there is no. Uh, penalty for that. And that starts a conversation. So if, if the leader, and I'm using like leader here, um, conditionally yeah, yeah. as a term, but if the, the person that everybody looks up to acts in a way that, okay, I can be vulnerable and things are going to be fine. And you, I'm open to feedback and ask for feedback. I, I'm pretty sure that's the first step uh, for people okay. to follow. So let's say you have the prerequisites to actually host a retrospective and do it. And it's all going to be perfect. Why would you even do the retrospective? Because if that environment is there, you can just talk to people on the spot. Of course. No? Yeah. Could be. Well, there's one difference. Of course, you can get together as a team and talk about the issues you're seeing. But I think in the retrospective, it's kind of like the whole team is together. So maybe you get more input. That's what I meant with the fixed time to reflect as a yeah. team. And not per because I agree with you, right? Normally, if something is bothering you or something is not working the way it should, you address it right away. You don't need a retrospective. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially, again, the whole team isn't there, yeah. it's essentially a meeting, you you discuss how things had, had gone and then like, what do you call it retrospective or anything else, as long as it's happening, it's fine. Um, but the discussion of the group is yeah. quite uh, important and doing it always one, only one on one, I would say. But I mean, and we're, we're talking here also about, you know, pretty, pretty big problems, right? Like this is like team dynamics being so messed up that that you're not really safe to, to give criticism or, or feedback. But I mean, a retrospective is also just used to improve the process itself, right? Or like the tooling used or, you know, that the way, uh, you know, certain new features m might be uh, handled or, uh, yeah, I don't know, right? I mean, it, can, it, it well, could be anything. It doesn't always have to be like psychological stuff or like really team dynamics, right? It can also be mundane stuff. I always hated it when things that like that were brought up during the retrospective. Because everyone knows, right? Oh, the deployment failed. Yeah, of course you need to fix that. You can talk about it in retrospective. What's the point? To me, it, that is kind of like, okay, either we think less about quality or something, so that should become the issue. But I don't see why you would be talking about tooling or or, so what's the or how many velocity points you completed during the sprint. I don't see the point. Yeah, yeah but what's the difference between the quality of the deployment or whatever and talking about personal relationships, which are issues. Why is that okay to wait for? Uh, help me out here. Why is that okay to wait for? Well, you say it doesn't make sense and it pissed you off that you have like talk about quality issues in the retro. Yeah, we, because it's all superficial, right? When the, basically when that happens, normally what I've seen at least, if that's a discussion, then people are really not talking during the sprint, right? And it's better to talk about the actual issues going on because the deployment failed should have been addressed during the sprint, not... okay. So what is an actual issue, according to you? Can well, you give me an example? 
an actual issue will be that, for instance, deployment failed. Why did that happen? And address the the, the underlying. Yeah, but I mean, what would be an ex uh, an, a correct issue to address in a retrospective to you? Because if you don't like the deployments parts, I get that, right? Wouldn't any? But I'm challenging the fact that there are any issues to address. About, well, for instance, the feedback I got over the well the last few years, because I think we worked hard at improving this, right? That's a, a part of why we stopped this retrospective, and it became way more personal and also um, well direct. Okay, by doing this behavior, this is the effect, and this is how people perceive it. Maybe you should address it. I think that's the stuff you should be talking about. Yeah, I agree, but do you need a retrospective for that? No, unless you're not at that point yet. And that's the point I'm trying to make, right? You need a retrospective if you don't have the uh, what? The, the values or the openness or the psychological safety buzzword. Um, I, I don't think so. I think it doesn't matter. But, uh, but Arno, let's say, <clears throat> uh, let's say a team agrees to try something, right? Okay, we're going to try this new approach to do something for you know, four weeks or whatever, yeah. then that would be grounds, right? To, to put in a retrospective, everyone's opinion on that specific change that, 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 that we, that we agreed to do. Or would you say like, you know, okay, we agreed to do this for four weeks, but after two and a half weeks, I conclude that it sucks. So uh, let's talk about it right now. Like, because I mean, your other team members might disagree, right? They might need a bit more time to really come to conclusions. Is that then a retrospective or simply an evaluation of something you plan to do? No, so let's say let's say we're having a retrospective and we're you know we're talking about like oh man we're using Notion let's uh, let's let's try to use Notion for the next month you know let's just give it a yeah. shot see how it goes, but then after two weeks Arno says like man this UI sucks I I just don't want to use this crap and then he you know instantly says like you know let's not wait for the for the retrospective on you know Notion and some other stuff maybe right. Let's just have the discussion right now because I'm done with this. While you know, maybe Punchy and Sylvester say like, "Well, you know, uh, I need some more time to really, uh, to really uh, get used to it and to evaluate it a bit better." I, I do want to wait for the fixed moment in time where we all, you know, compose our thoughts and have have the discussion. Like, would that be would that be an appropriate thing to, to put into retrospectives? Then you would say you have one time fixed moment because you want to address a specific issue. What we're saying with retros, you have it each sprint, two weeks, it's always there. Yeah. And I think that's a different thing. Okay. Yeah, right. I agree with you, right? So uh, what I was trying to say is if you actually have the, the, the environment where you can share the stuff on the, whenever you need to, that's fine. Then yeah. I don't think you need a retrospective anymore. I don't think you need a retrospective at all. Not even with the, yeah, so I'm without curious, the psychological I'm curious, safety, you don't need it at all. I'm curious about the argument you want to make, uh, Arno. So, <laughs> well... <clears throat> Let's say you want the psychological safety to have a correct retrospective. I get that. You know, that's the prerequisite to make it successful. But I'm stating, well, before that you don't need it because you have to, if you have the psychological safety, you can always do it anytime you want. But if you don't have the psychological safety, you are creating a fixed meeting where you achieve nothing. So why would you even do it? Can I? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead, man. I think you would do it in order to help a team actually uh, learn that it's okay to share these things. And as soon as that's kind of like, okay, right? The team is willing to share and to have personal discussions. 
yeah, then stop doing it because otherwise it becomes this thing that kind of like a catch all filter, right? Everything that happens during a sprint, we try to remember, although I never do. And then at the start of a retrospective, I have to think of, oh, okay, what went well? That's usable, okay? But then the stuff that went bad, yeah, I don't know. So, and, and then you end up with the generic stickies and kind of like a useless meeting and everyone goes home feeling like, yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you're making my argument. <laughs> well, I, I said well, I agree, but well, it might be a way to get it started. So I, I do agree that, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, retros end up with, you know, two or three action points that no one really owns. And then, you know, in the next retro, it's like, okay, how is this action point? Oh, yeah, crap. No one did anything about it. And then, you know, I would also agree that the um, the validity of these retros can be uh, can be debated. But I, I do feel that, uh, you know, with, with agile software development is definitely uh, a good point to, you know, periodically come together as a team and just have a discussion about what is going good and what is going wrong. Because if people are free to do it, like, you know, on the fly, on the cuff, like maybe I'm, you know, deep into something and then you want to have a discussion about, you know, why Jira isn't working. It's like, dude, get out, get out of my face with that crap. I'm, I just don't want to deal with that right now. So, you know, it might be good, to, you know, as a team to come up with fixed intervals to, to, to have these kinds of discussions to maybe get into the right mindset or something like that, you know? I, in my experience, I think that why they're useful, why a retro is useful is basically you actually take a time uh, as an individual, but also as in a group to reflect over a period of time. And it kind of helps you regroup your thoughts instead of just chasing and going with the motions of the day, you actually take a break and maybe analyze that and have somebody else to talk um, about. Yeah. Um, the, the the your thoughts and your challenges that you have, and I think that's very well. It's more therapeutical, maybe, but then it also gives the ability to to define action points. Now, whether you follow up on the action points or not, I think that's a different uh, issue. Yeah, and um, you know, to 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 maybe even hammer Arno's point home even more. <laughs> so I don't know if this is going in the right direction, but uh, because I was wondering, like, let's say. Let's say you're a high-performing team that does mob programming, you know, with everyone involved, everyone working together on the same table from day to day, you know, everyone is experiencing the same stuff. Like, do you even need retros? Like, okay, no. we've had this mob programming session today. Okay, we've done this feature. All right, cool. Everyone experienced pain of maybe deploying something that really sucked. Okay, shit, we need to do something about it. Then, yeah, the need for a retro might go down as Why well, not? right? I, would you? I think you do. Well, you can say, hey, guys, we've been working like this for quite a while. We've achieved this and this. How, how do you feel about it? What, what, what worked fine and what didn't work fine? Why not? Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's go with that. Let's say you work on day two and you figure out the deployment is an issue. So it's okay with the whole group to wait for two weeks and go through the constant pain each day because you have to wait for the retro to talk about it. Is that okay? No, no, I don't think so. Okay, but who says that it's okay? That's what happens because there is yeah, but, a fixed moment yeah, in but, time where you talk about issues. Yeah, but it, it's what happens. People it's collect what happens. Shit. No. So what? What is the, what is the reason to wait for discussion then? There is no reason. You can have the but, discussion. I'm saying that it's good to have a fixed point in time to reflect on on things. So I'm not yeah, saying that I, the I problems agree. that you have you shouldn't fix and you should wait for fixing them. But once they're fixed. And you can go in two weeks say, hey, guys, remember that thing? And that we had this problem that we had to deal with the deployment and we fixed it for now. How do we make sure that like this is fixed for good? You can have that discussion. Mm -hmm. 
But otherwise, that doesn't happen. Because why, yeah. why would you wait for the retro to talk about that? Because you want to fix stuff for good. Yeah, so Punch's point is you fix the stuff for good right now. And then during the retro, you're going to talk about it and maybe, you know, have have, a, a, have an analytical session about it. Like, how, how did we end up there before we fixed that, that horrible deployment and prevent that ever from happening again, you know? So what's the point? You just fixed it? But, and now you're going to talk about it? Well, well yes. yes, you reflect on reflect it and on learn it. from it for future projects, maybe, you know? I would hope you've learned from it. That's why exactly. you fixed it. Yeah, I, really? No, okay, is every maybe problem I'm that you wrong fixed, is learn from every problem you fixed? <clears throat> no, you don't learn maybe from the problem, but actually addressing it, figuring out that you need to address it, that's where the learning happens, right? Then you're solving it as a team. No, but I think now you fixed I it. Think you're happy with the results, I assume. Yeah. And now you're going to talk about it. Yes. Yeah. Reflect. I might be too so, much in weekend mode, but I, I really, it doesn't ring with me. Sorry. So you just so, want to okay. talk about the issue you already solved. So there are no action okay, so points, you, no stop doing or whatever. You just so want you to guys are married. You, you guys are married, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe That's I think this discussion no is going in the wrong. Yeah. This, There's this, definitely this no fixed might... time retrospective at my place. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, let's say you have a fight. Now. Let's say if you fight with your wife, you fix the problem. Like she's mad at you for not taking out the garbage. Okay, fine. You know, I take out the garbage. Problem solved. You're still going to have to talk to her and, uh, you know, maybe apologize or maybe, you know, promise to do better in the future. Isn't that kind of like, yeah, okay, uh, you okay. might not wait for two weeks to do it, but that's kind of like ah, fixing the problem and reflecting <laughs> back on it. Why wait two weeks? If you wait two weeks before you say, yeah, you need her to calm down, man. You need her to calm down. <laughs> I feel sure this is the way. Well, uh, what is the way? So, like, seriously, yeah. like you're going to discuss everything yeah. that happens in okay. the moment? You forgot to take out the trash. You take out the trash, you go back and in. Problem yeah, sorry, I forgot. And, and problem solved. Of course not. Because yeah. the problem is probably something bigger than that. I think we're getting into a different area here. No, no we're okay. not. That's so, yeah. No, we're not. Would you think you are, would you think you are a high-performing relationship if you... Take out the garbage, go home, and don't talk to your wife for two weeks. Or talk superficial, right? We all know how Look, it is. You tend to go back, both of you and Sylvester, of not talking about things and waiting for two weeks to talk about something. That's you putting words in my mouth. I never mentioned that. Okay. I, what I'm saying is, fix the things that you need to fix, and it's good to have a time to reflect. Hey, guys, let's look at the last two weeks or, 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 or a month that we did. We dealt with this, with this, with this, with this, with this. Because you also forget the good things that you do, not just the problems. And you tend to forget everything you And that's you what I wanted to address next. So that's equally important as the things that go, go south. And most of the time, we ret retrospective is focused on negative side, but we need to, well, not forget to celebrate things. So use that. So exactly. when I now try, try to reflect on my days when I go to bed is, first I write the things that actually went well. Hey, this went good. I did this. I recorded a podcast. We resolved uh, all these contract uh, issues with Sylvester in the morning. I, uh, I don't know, uh, started building this website here. And it's like, oh, good. Okay, things that could have gone better. Okay, this, this, and this. I could have actually, I forgot to take out the trash this morning, so my wife did it. <laughs> right. Perspective, <laughs> man. Uh, How am I going to buy but, some flowers? But that's huh? the thing. And you reflect on both both things. There, All these things are resolved, but it's good to, like, give your mental break from 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 it and like that then, yeah. then you're yeah. kind of done otherwise you're i don't think you're done but, with things 
But I think we're talking about different things. What you're saying is reflect by yourself on, hey, what happened and how can I improve? I get that, right? That, that's well normal. Well, But actually sitting down as a group to talk about things you already addressed. No, so, I, I definitely think Punchy has a point. Like uh, we can talk about problems and fixing them all day, but celebrating success and, and uh, you know, identifying what is going good because doing more of good equals better. Uh, you're, you know, it compounds over time. I, yeah, I, I fully agree that it, it is beneficial as a team to, to reflect back on stuff from time to time. I, I agree that we should in, always in celebrate success, manner. right, in whatever form. But uh, you guys have been to more retrospectives than I have. But what's the typical, what went good during a retrospective? I think there's kind of like a bingo list we can create here. Look, all right, so let me hear a few points then. What's yeah. the bingo list? Hey, I want to hear from you guys first. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so, of course, what went good or whatever, what people are happy with is always like a few things. Like if there's a new joiner on the team, you know, that gets mentioned as a positive thing, which I think is good, right? You want to make the people feel welcome. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that might be that might be a bingo uh, uh, thingy, but, uh, you know, I think it's good. Uh, you know, if, if the sprint is being made with the, with the with the points, that usually gets put up like, yeah, we made the sprint. Like, OK, that to me is moot for sure. That's not a really relevant point. Uh, what else? Uh, you know, the team vibe is really good. Uh, that's one that al always comes up. <clears throat> but, you know, I don't know. I, I, I do think that's a good thing because if the team vibe sucks and it's not being mentioned during the during a retrospective, then uh, it might not be uh, the most fun team to work in. So, you know, even the mundane points that get mentioned all the time, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I think when, when you're working with a team, yeah, these things, I don't know, people uh, might expect them to happen. Yep. But you guys might be uh, no, I, too, I, I, like elevated above that status. No, man. You know? <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with you that <laughs> it's important to celebrate success and also to remember the good things. But especially these things, and then there's collaboration and, uh, oh, I don't know, we cleaned up the code. And that's kind of like the, the usual, this went good things. Mm -hmm. And you end up with not improving because you might be looking at the good things, but how can you do more of that? Okay, we let's say even a, better together. No. Yeah, but let's say let's say a team like let's say one team member took a sprint doing test driven development, and the rest of the team said, "Well, fuck that. You know, you just oh, I mean, screw that. You you just go ahead, do your test driven development. We don't care." And then this guy is delivered quality during his uh, during his sprint, and uh, you know he puts it on the in the retrospective as a, as a positive point, and one of the action points might be like the rest of the team is going to try test driven development. And then maybe two or three sprints down the line, it's a high, well, maybe not high performance yet, but like it's a team that does test-driven development and the amount of bugs are, are, are way down. Okay. I, I, then that, I like then that's example. a good thing that comes from, from the retrospective, right? And then you could say like, oh man, you know, this guy should say outside of the retrospective, like, hey, this test-driven development stuff is really working for me. You guys should do as well. But I, I do think that in a team setting, uh, you know, a formal moment like that, where you all agree upon doing something works better than just ad hoc you know, Slack messaging like, hey, this, this stuff really works. I think at least. I like that example. So one guy tried test-driven uh, development, right? And he really liked mm -hmm. it and people are positive about the increase in quality. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, for the listeners, by the way, it's raining in Holland. So uh, we got the yeah, actual sound effects uh, here. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but then, okay, so you have a retrospective and people say, oh, I like the quality. And an action point that comes from that is that, okay, we're all going to do a test-driven development. Yeah, exactly. And then what happens, usually? 
well, then maybe it comes up in the next retrospectives two or three more times that it's really working, and then it stops showing up because it just becomes part of the work ethic of the team, and your team is improved, and they can move on to the next thing that they can either fix or improve. Right? Maybe maybe uh, automated deployment to uh, production environments. You know, that might come the next topic in the, in in some of the retrospectives. Like, hey, let's try that, see what happens. Okay. Try it for a week. Reflect on it. I haven't seen it working like that. Oh, and probably not. But, but, but you are, you are now right? arguing that 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 not picking up action points is the problem of the retrospective. Now, I, I, usually, what happens during a retrospective, as we're talking about, right, the scrum retrospective. So you organize the team, and only the team should be present because that's another problem with retrospectives. Usually. People that are not actually part of the team also join in, and then you get this superficial discussion that really doesn't help. Um, sorry, got sidetracked there. But usually there's some kind of management role, so either the Scrum Master or the Product Owner, whatever the manager role is being called in that in that stage, they take ownership of whatever action points come from that. Nope. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen that lead to the team actually improving. Okay. And I'm not sure people truly understand what I mean with if they're not useful. I think most of them just try to follow the book, the Scrum book, and I think it's going to work then, like facilitate the process. But personally, yeah, but I don't believe in it, that it's the most effective way to improve. Of course, you will improve a little bit, but I, don't th I think there are better ways. And what would be a better way then? Well, if you see an issue, you address it. I think that's the most logical way, and I, I don't see the point of waiting for it. The only point I could say to wait for it is that the priority is not there right now. But that might mm -hmm. be a reason to actually schedule some sort of meeting in the near future to address that specific issue. But is the retrospective yeah. not really the place to solve issues, but actually to reflect on the period that has actually passed and what has happened? Mm I don't know. Usually it, it boils down to a few action points, right? So you also discuss what are we going to do about it? Usually there's some kind of dot voting, right? Either the positive and the negative. And then for the negative, have a discussion. Okay, what can we do to improve on it? Sure. Well, what's wrong so, with that? Yeah. Well, what's wrong with people agreeing? It's wrong, but... Because somebody generally writes what they, they think, because that's how it would work. And then people agree, oh, is this really a problem that we all see? Or is it just like an individual thing? And then if it's yeah. a problem that we all agree it is, okay, then you then you try to, uh, well, prioritize it and put it higher on the priority list. What Arno mentioned, the priority is an issue, and then deal with it as such. Maybe if it's an issue that one person yeah. has, maybe that person needs to deal with it on on their own. But maybe if if you hadn't spoken, if you hadn't been in a group setting, maybe you wouldn't have actually understood that's an issue for multiple people, not just for you. And that's the thing. I think people are working way too individually, which makes the retrospective probably useful for them. Yeah. Because if you are truly a team, you are truly, let's say, more programming, there's definitely no point. Maybe, maybe we do well. it more often, right? After every story, you could do, hey, how'd this go? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because that was a, a question that I did have for you guys, because uh, <clears throat> there's more and more uh, push to like every commit goes to production, right? Just like continuous deployment. So the concept of a sprint and then the sprint gets delivered to production. 
that kind of goes away, right? If you just go to production like 20 times a day, like what is a sprint anyway uh, at that point, right? It's just an arbitrary slot of time where you just do work. Um, so how would you guys see the retrospective when you do continuous deployment? Would you, would you, would you have irregular intervals for a retrospective where you say like, okay, now we've delivered, you know, 20 features to production, something, you know, some stuff happened, you know, what guys let's sit down, let's have a discussion about uh, the last period and uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Well, if the inter you're talking about the interval, right? So every two weeks doesn't make sense. Maybe if no, no, I'm saying like a, like a variable. I'm, I'm saying a variable interval, like maybe one time you're going to be, okay, let's have a retro. It's been, it's been today. We've had this, this, and this happening. Let's do a retro like today or tomorrow. And then maybe like the next period after that, like you're two weeks working. Okay. Let's have a retro. Then you might be back to four days. Oh, let's have a retro, right? But because you're doing continuous deployment, maybe it makes sense it, to. For one, you're making Arno's argument here, right? I don't know. Because I'm I, just I asking think your opinion. Yeah, no, no, I get that, but you're not, um, you're, you're probably not going to say, let's do a retro. You're going to say, hey, something went wrong or something went really great. And I want to talk about that. Sure. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like the point I know uh, at least tried to make. That's what I got. Yeah. Why wait two weeks to do that? Do that as soon as it happens. Yeah. Sure. But are oh, you going to get brilliant. everybody from... All right. So then we agree that gonna... retros in general are okay. <laughs> It's just the interval that sucks. Okay, cool. <clears throat> well, one thing I noticed Actually, in the, you wanted in to the say past, something. well, that that I had a problem with, that what I've noticed, for instance, um, sales sales teams. So you would you would get a you would get a whole sales team and a bunch of people, let's say architects, develops to work on a proposal for a client or like a proposal for pitching for a, for a project, and you work for for weeks. You can work on that. Few people on it. And you go, you pitch, and that like, in the case where it fails, nobody initiated. Okay, guys, let's let's do a retro on this. I like, can figure out, like, do a dissection, figure out what worked, what didn't work. And to me, that felt like a very big loss of chance for actually figure learning out of it. And I know that also happens on development teams, and not it's maybe not be not be so much as a campaign uh, type of work as what I'm just mentioning. But people are so caught up in the in the motion of chasing things, uh, chasing deadlines, uh, delivering things that they don't take the time to reflect on things. Okay. But one of the points we actually have in our notes, and this is a typical pattern, uh, especially with, when doing scrum sprints, where you try to make the sprint, but you need a few more hours in order to complete the sprint to finish those final stories. So we skip the retrospective. It, I think what you're talking about is then actually the process that's that's behind all of this, right? Because we are talking about the scrum retrospective still, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we're talking about retrospective. I'm not talking about the scrum retrospective. I'm talking about the, retros the need for retrospective. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I gave the example how the Scrum book defines a retrospective, but uh, the idea is indeed talk about retrospectives in general, looking back and how to be effective with those. Well, I think you want to address an issue at that at the point when it's arising. The retrospective suggests you bring a, like a lot of issues or, well, bring your own stickies and you will vote for it. I don't think that makes sense. Well, I mean, like... So let's say, let's... 
Yeah, but some yeah. issues are more pressing than others, right? Like, let's say I have an issue with Jira. I think Jira sucks, right? But it's not, I mean, everyone is working with it. They've been working with it yeah. for three years, maybe. So it's not maybe not pressing enough of an issue to say like, okay, let's address it right now on Tuesday afternoon, you know? Exactly. But do you think that will be addressed in the retro as well? Because if it so doesn't it, get any votes, I've seen retros where Jira, for example, was mm -hmm. there for weeks on in. Yeah, and then it was not Never a voted issue. On. So it's the same issue. Exactly. Yeah, so so the, the retro doesn't change that. No, then the problem isn't big enough, right? Exactly. But at least you have the, the chance to, to put it up for debate. Well, have you seen issues to be resolved by a retro then? Mostly. Is it a question, <laughs> question to me or not? Well, yes. yes. <clears throat> I think the only results I see is that there are action points that are followed up. That's, that's, you could say that's being resolved, something. Okay, and these action points, they resolve some issues then? Yes. Eventually. Okay, then. Eventually. Well, but if you look at the retrospective, those issues could be addressed way earlier. And I don't think that the need of the setting of the retrospective, the way it's set up, is the required way to do it. Well, you don't I need don't to know vote. What, you know, we all know what the big issue is. You don't need to put up more stickies. If you work together, you work closely, you all know what the problem is. I agree. I think what happens in the retro is that you get a shared understanding of what's going well or not. And you try to address that. So if you ask me, I also don't think it should lead to action points that someone else is going to take on. It should be the responsibility of the team Who to deal with Who is someone else? Usually, product owner, scrum master, they will say, okay, I will take this. And uh, I, I'm not saying this is right or so, but this is usually what happens but, in my experience. And, and who should say yeah, that? Who should resolve them? Yeah. I think that's definitely the wrong way to, to uh, well, maybe Why? not the wrong way. That's, uh, I, I agree with you that it, it's, it's happening, but I've also seen a lot of retros where an action point was, uh, was, was drawn up. And then like one or two of the developers said like, yeah, we'll, we'll take care of that. Okay. And it's not like it's their responsibility, but at least like they're the people that are chasing it, but it's still a team responsibility. Well, you okay. are, you, one thing just to remark that you just address scrum masters and product owners is not part of the team. I, I, I'm not saying that either they are part of the team or they're not. And it goes for everyone that wants to be near a team, but usually what happens again, I'm not saying this is right. Is the product owner has a bit of a special role compared to the team. Right, and if you can the team the resolve is, all problems, they should be able really? to really right? also they requirements that they don't understand. Well, that's what I was wanting to say, right? They cannot always do that, it's not always within their power or within their sphere of influence to be able to fix these things, certain things, exactly. So, there are some things that need to be resolved by a product owner. So, what's the problem with that? But should those, but should these things be in the retro then? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know, like we're, 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 at the we're speaking, all these discussions be like super hypothetical. All of these issues are not resolved. Yeah. These issues can be like, we don't know. We're just speaking like really about anything right now. And kind of, I find it really worrisome that we're like building a case that retrospects or retrospectives are not needed. Well, I disagree with that. Me too. I think they're needed. I think one of the first things a team should do is just start having them. And why is that? Why do you think teams need them? Why should <clears> they start having them? 
because you could argue about safe uh, psychological safety all day long. You can argue about you know people should be doing more programming, test-driven development, and uh, continuous deployment. But the reality of the situation is that 95% of the companies are probably not even doing that. They probably have individuals working on individual stories, deploying that stuff uh, by themselves, working alone. And then I think one of the, one of the first things you should do is just you know sit back to get, uh, to, together every week talk about how things went, what went well, what went wrong, and what can we do to improve. And if you do that for a long enough time, you know, the improvements will compound and, you know, you will hopefully become a better team in the very end and maybe even evolving to the point where you actually do test-driven development and more programming and all this kind of stuff. That's what I think. Okay. But you started with, um, regardless of psychological safety, right? Yep. Um, and... I think what would happen is we would end up with um, well the superficial issues. And so I'm not. Let me rephrase. I'm not debating a retro is important. I'm saying you do it as often as possible, right? And if you don't have psychological safety, it doesn't matter how often you do. It's not really going to help. You're not addressing the real issues. Well, the psychological safety can be addressed during the retros as well, right? Like I don't see why. Okay, but who's going to bring it up? Well, I think we already discussed that in the beginning of the of the, this discussion that it needs to come from leadership that need to show that it's okay to be exactly to be vulnerable. If that's not the case, like if that doesn't exist, people are not going to have uh, retrospectives. Often, they're never going to have happened. So that's beyond beyond the point. So that's when it needs to start. That's where it starts. Somebody taking the the example of that, and we already covered it. <laughs> so I think that concludes our podcast. <laughs> Back in the circle. So, uh, <clears throat> telling me that leadership needs to take the responsibility in order to make sure their psychological safety during a retrospective. Is that a summary? No. Okay. Depends who you call leadership, right? I don't expect the CEO to be there for every retro, right? If he's, I think it would actually hurt the retro. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you could also argue that leadership is, 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 is the guy facilitating the retro. Maybe he starts off with a vulnerable moment showing that it's okay to show, to show your mistakes, to show, you know, weakness, maybe even, you know? Yeah. And I'm fully on board with that. Right. And that's why I'm saying I don't have a problem with retros or looking back or showing that you're vulnerable. But and I, I don't want to repeat the same point. Um, I think in the end it, it's just about how how often do you do a retro. So uh, having said, uh, if you say okay, every two weeks we're doing a retrospective, and then we're going to address these issues, that doesn't make sense to me. Your behavior, right? If it's leadership, you're showing all day long that you should be vulnerable, that you should address your failures. Sure. It's not once every two weeks. And this concludes okay. our discussion on it. I mean, back uh, at the beginning. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not convinced yeah. yet, guys. Uh, that's fine. <clears throat> so is there a proper time frame to do it then? If you, if the two weeks is not okay, what is what is okay according to you? Well, Any if time we accept is okay. deployment as the, as, as the smallest increment we can do, maybe all the time. So if you do it all the time, would you actually need to have the whole idea of the meeting. Like, what is the biggest issue right now? Let's put on post-its. Let's make well, action I mean, points. Uh, I know that there are teams out there that do like mini retros, like at four o'clock, 
every afternoon. Like, uh, you know, in the, in the morning you do your stand up and in the afternoon you do your checkout. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if, 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 uh, if, if that's also the place where they actually like discuss how to improve this stuff and, you know, but, uh, yeah, there are some mini retros out there, I think. But, uh, yeah, that's a good question. When, when should you do them? And I think a lot of teams just opt for the regularity of a fixed interval retro because, you know, agendas are probably cramped as they is, uh, especially during these uh, work at home uh, days where you have, uh, you know, uh, video conference calls, uh, almost, uh, the whole day then, uh, well, I mean, of course, retros were done before this, uh, pandemic, but, uh, you know, in the corporate world, it makes sense to have, uh, you know, f some fixed uh, schedule things, you know, because, uh, Agendas are hard to uh, to sync up. I feel like I'm being too opinionated here, so I'm just going to back off a bit and, and, and listen for a bit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and I don't think we're going to uh, uh, convince each other gonna, anyway. No, I don't think we're yeah. going to solve this issue in this podcast. So uh, <clears throat> maybe let's uh, let's let's move on to to a different topic before we uh, close off. <clears throat> and um, because Panche mentioned uh, something about. Um, starting out with a retrospective uh, at a client that uh, that you're uh, that you're at so um, the challenge was that one of the people that I was coaching he was uh, supposed to start some initiatives uh, in the organization like he had a goal how to um, gather a group of people and then uh, decide to how to move forward together so one of the advice I told them is like, hey, maybe start with a, invite everybody and have a retrospective and have a retrospective of like, how has the past month, two months, half a year have been for everybody? Ref have a reflect on that. And then people will come up with what actually is they find valuable, what is important to them, what is not important to them. And you can start moving from mm -hmm. there and try to see how the ideas that you have that, uh, that you want to implement can help people resolve these issues that they have, and then they can become part of that whole uh, transformation. So, yeah, for me that would be that. It's, it, it, I think it would be. So I'm imagining a scenario where a person goes and invites, like, uh, invites five, six other people to discuss it. Like, this is the way forward. Like, I can imagine. Well, a lot of people, if completely that person disregards the um, background of the people, where they're coming from, what their current issues are the traction that they will be able to generate into gearing them up and rallying them up to to work on these initiatives will be a lot, a lot lower. So you use the retro to actually facilitate more the psychological safety, the improvement of the company, stuff like that. Well, to align everybody on what to matters. Use to, to align to yeah. align the people who is in, who is who is taking the, let's say this initiative to align them with the to align their expectations with the capacity of people and the and the issues that people are facing, but also to align people with the with the vision that this person has, and see okay, let's find a way forward that works for for all everybody. So start, I would say, start with with, with a retro because it's a moment to basically learn the perspective and vision that other, others have. Now a recurring thing, or was it a one-time thing? So that's, that started and, uh, well, the plan we came up with started with a retro and set out, let's say, after that follow up with people ongoing, okay, this is what we discussed last time, this is what we agreed on, 
this is what's happening in the meantime. And then have that uh, ongoing, maybe not every two weeks, maybe have, have it once a month, but have it like a periodic thing to see, okay, are the actions that we are taking as a group making our lives better? Okay, I like that approach. And I, maybe that's what I'm trying to say. At some point, that group or team will become so mature that they're probably going to say, we shouldn't do this every two weeks or every month. We should be addressing this continuously. Sure. So I can I fully understand using it as an instrument. Kind of like it. So retrospects are retrospects are good now. Yeah. To kickstart something, yes. <laughs> maybe it's not retrospective, maybe it's just a kickoff of the new team. Yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely uh, because I've heard about this concept before as well. Because uh, it might not be the exact same thing, but uh, some some companies have also been using pre mortems to uh, yeah to really set expectations and, uh, and 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 ways of working. Maybe even as a team together, like okay, how are we going to approach you know maybe the next uh, the next feature or or the next big thing that we're building uh, and really uh, really aligning on that. So would it be would it be comparable to a pre-mortem or is it really like, no, we're doing a retrospective on tr things trying to improve and then that's it. I, I'm a bit uh, flabbergasted by the step. Does it actually exist? A pre-mortem? Yeah. So you're assuming you're going to die? Wow. I mean, <laughs> you know the post-mortem, right? It's just yeah, yeah, know, play on that, on, the, on that one. Yeah, okay. Yeah? I, I haven't been there. Yeah. Well, you assume okay. to fail. I actually like it. Well, your assumption is correct. We assume we're gonna die, so and everything we do is gonna die. So a pre-mortem yeah. is also, from a philosophical perspective, quite a, exactly, a right term. It's all pointless, right? <laughs> Universal explosion. That's not what I said, and I don't agree to that. Oh, okay, but if everything is gonna die, yes. <laughs> all right. Well, on that, that uh... light note. On that cherry note, that's uh, <laughs> so. I had one more question for you guys. Okay. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a bit of a random episode here. It's. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's okay. I almost see the actual because, campfire. Yeah. 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 Because uh, uh, um, I had a discussion with uh, with uh, with Ankita uh, the other day, and she had like a, a quote about this really weird retrospective. This facilitator was 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 trying something, and then you know the guys in the in the in the room they just didn't cooperate at all, and it was like it was super weird. She said. So, do you guys have experienced any like weird retros? Well, uh, you know, you guys mentioned something about someone exploding and stuff during the retro. So I've I've never seen anything like that at all, right? My re retros usually were pretty tame. Like the most weird one I had was when it it was themed around Elvis, where um, you had your theme, your sticky notes uh, to to his songs. So like the stuff the stuff you wanted to stop doing had to be like themed under the blue suede shoes because you can't step on the blue suede shoes. You know you got to stop doing that. And uh, you know there were some other songs of Elvis, and then you you know you really had to think about your sticky notes because yeah you know so that was like one of the weirdest retros I ever did. But I don't know. Do you guys have any any fun uh, fun quotes about uh, about a retro you've uh, you've had? I don't know, people people punching each other in the face or something. I don't know. Well, I, do I, remember, I can tell uh, you. Uh, oh, go ahead. I do remember uh, someone getting very angry, or at least the situation exploded. Yeah. Was it was it me? No. I, man, <laughs> I've seen you, I, I think, angry once, and I... Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe twice, so, I don't know. But... I can tell you the story about the explosion. I think it's my story. 
Okay. So I was in the, uh, I was a software engineer, like just a media or senior, I don't even remember. And we were working on this project. Yes, a project. And I was actively working on to kill the project. That was my, you know, Your task goal. in life. Kill it. It didn't make sense. It just needed to go away because it just cost money and there was no benefits. At least was what I believed. I still think I'm right, but that's a different discussion. <clears throat> so I was actually actively working on to actually stop it. And the guy mm -hmm. working on it, who was in my team, well, it was his baby. So you kind of imagine what the friction there could be. And the guy just hold the grudge for the whole, I don't know, I think we did a two week sprint. So you just hold the grudge. And actually in the retro, the point was brought up, you know, because I brought it up each retro, I think this project should stop. And he just went mental. He just totally freaked out, frustrated, screaming, and the whole shebang. And then in the end, well, I was like, okay, didn't expect that. <laughs> and uh, in the end, I think the, I think, I don't even recall, but I think the manager just kind of asked him gently to get out. And I think he went home for the day. So that's yeah. my uh, story on uh, exploding, uh, exploding retros. And now did the, did the project, uh, did they complete it or was no, it, it was canceled. <laughs> yeah, it was canceled. I think, uh, a few weeks after that, I think four weeks or something. Were you, and were you still working at the company by then or not? Yeah. Yeah. And so you yeah. went to the guy and said, ha ha, I told you so, or uh... no, 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 no. <laughs> you I let it slide. We were not really on speaking terms at that point yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> at least he wasn't, I was <clears throat> not, uh, not one of my finer moments, to be honest. We all have them, I guess, you know. Punch it, do you, do you have a nice uh, nice quote about a retro or? No, uh... not really. It's mm. been all pretty okay. tame, I have to say. Some of us are more civilized than others, I suppose. Yeah. It's the, or, uh... or there was no psychological <laughs> safety. Or, or that. Ah. Or that. All right, that could be it. <clears throat> Joking, Punching. All right. Joking. All right, so this has definitely be, been an, uh, an interesting episode. It, uh, it took some turns that I did not uh, fully anticipate. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess that's what happens when, uh, when you just go ahead and uh, talk about stuff. Do you guys uh, want to talk about anything else for retros? Any points to make? Anything to, uh, anything to share with the audience here? I think I, think I stated my, uh, my points uh, fine. <clears throat> All right, cool. All right, then. Uh, Just one thing. I yeah. think this is, should actually be the discussion a team should be able to have, right? And if you're able to do this during a podcast, then I think, yeah, we could do a retrospective about this podcast afterwards, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to get some criticism here. There. You were too uh, uh, on me or whatever, right? That's going to happen anyway. So yeah. I think I this know. is a perfect you're, example. You're entitled to an opinion. Yeah. I, don't, uh, I don't see uh, what's wrong with that at all. All right. Uh, well, that's it then. Thank you guys for uh, for joining in today. And uh, I want to thank the listener as well. Uh, what do you think about retros? Maybe uh, you guys uh, can uh, can send us a message on uh, podcast uh, at forcecast.nl or maybe on Twitter or maybe even send us a voice message. Uh, that would be pretty awesome. We don't get too many of those. So uh, if you could take the time to record something, uh, please do. You can go to anchor.fm slash forcecouts and hit that uh, message button to uh, send us a voice message. All right, and that uh, wraps it up for today. Thank you guys very much for joining. Panche Arno Sylvester, thanks for being here. Thanks, for And see you guys next one time. Bye-bye. <laughs>